tension. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. It's about time we have to know how to wrestle for that blessing. Jacob said, these things cannot give me the peace I'm looking for. It cannot give me the joy I'm looking for. Let me push them aside. When he pushed them, I said, that night the angel came. And when the angel came, normally what would do with me? When the angel came, the angel should have said, oh Jacob, I love you brother. The peace of God is with you. I bless you, Jacob. Esau is coming. Fear not. Is that not what you should have expected? Yes, most of us think when it happens, God, you just come and say, oh, fear not. Tomorrow, everything is going to be fine. Don't be afraid. It's normal. Am I right? But when the angel came there, he knew what Jacob was going through. But he didn't tell him, fear not. Jacob had to discern to know that he's an angel. And Jacob realized that he said, this is the hour I need a change in my life. And Bible said that he wrestled with the angel to the break of day. And when the process was going on, the angel touched his hip bone to make sure that he would distract him so that he can give up the fight. But the guy was determined and was focused. That his joint was out, but yet he was fighting. And the angel said, what kind of man is this? That I have dislocated him and he's still fighting. To your information, that person was not just an angel. It was the Lord that was present fighting with the patriarch. Am I talking to somebody here? He was establishing to see whether my son qualifies for the next level. Whether he's ready for what I want to do with him. Now that he has taking away every distraction from his life I now can get his attention and in his attention I want to prove what is in his heart whether he is ready that in pain whether he can still save me or he will give up when he's in pain so he touched the socket of his hip and it was out of joint whilst the guy was in pain he said I cannot let you go until I get the blessing I am looking for my pain has nothing to do with it he fought the angel until the break of day. The angel said, no, if I don't do anything, this guy will not let me go. And they will realize who I am. Because it is not yet time for me to be revealed to men in the world. So let me hurry up and go. He said, who are you? He said, you don't need to know who I am. Because it would have been disastrous if the Lord should have told him there that I am Jesus who is yet to come. He cannot do that and he cannot disclose it. And he said, it is not for you to know who I am. If it was any angel, he would have told him his identity. He would have said, I am Gabriel. He would have said, I am Michael. But he was not just an entity. He is just, or he is part of the, of, the, of the Trinity, which is our Lord Jesus present. Am I talking to somebody here? So when he helped, he said, I can't tell you because this is the mystery of heaven. But one thing I can do is that tell me your name. He said, my name is Jacob. The question you 
ask is that God is all-knowing. He knew all things. Why should you ask again? What is your name? In other words, before God can do something for you, you have to know what you are looking for. This evening as you are sitting down here, my question is that what do you want God to do for you? You cannot say, I came to church. Coming to church is different from knowing what God should do. You can't say, I pray. Prayer, everybody can pray. But what are you praying about? Because prayer should not be ambiguity. Prayer should be specific of what you are praying for. He said, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. In other words, my name is a challenge. My name is a struggle. My name is not better. He said, I don't need to call you Jacob again. Your name is Israel. Ah, you have fought with God and with men and you have prevailed. And from today, your name has changed. Am I talking to somebody here? You need a change of name. You need a change of identity. You need a change of location. You need a change of destiny. Because men have to see who you are. It's not what you tell people. They have to see it. They have to see it. And by the time he finished with the angel. Bible says that when the sun was rising, he was limping. And everybody saw it. That the guy was limping. You cannot encounter God without a mark. You cannot. Saul encountered the Lord. And immediately the argumentative Saul, his argument changed. The next time he was speaking, everybody realized something has happened to this guy. The man who was blind in John chapter 9, the disciples asked, who sinned? Is it this man or his family? He said, no one sinned that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. When he spat on the ground and tied the guy's eyes, everybody thought he was joking. By the time he went to the pool of psyllium and came back, everybody that saw him realized that something has happened in the guy's life. Bible said that people who met him could not recognize him. They said, is he the one? Or is not? He said, yes, I am the one. Ladies and gentlemen, you can never meet God and still be who you are. Show me your Christianity and I will show you the encounters that you have had with the Lord. Whenever you see any man talking big about things, He's not yet met God. Because anytime you meet God, your words will be few. Listen to me. Have you ever wondered? Moses is not a stammerer. Check through scripture and the genealogy and theological settings and you understand. Moses was not a stammerer. Moses was an eloquent speaker. In fact, he was the next pharaoh that was trained. He was trained in all the mysteries and the intelligence and the knowledge of the superpowers of then in terms of literature and the knowledge of, of, of the Egyptians. In fact, he knows everything. That's why God can send him back to Egypt. The guy was the next pharaoh with knowledge. So he's an eloquent speaker because one of the requirements of a pharaoh is for you to be a good public speaker and a communicator because they rule. That is why American presidents are orators. They are, they are guided and they are trained to be able to speak with authority and as an orator without even comparing to anything because they are the essence of the existence of presidency of the throne is your ability to communicate after Moses was training all this and then Moses now can communicate at the backside of the desert when God has properly dealt with him and he met him in the burning bush am I talking to somebody there he said I cannot talk I'm a stammerer ah who told you he cannot talk when God deals with you your words shall be few I prophesy over your life tonight may the Lord take away every stone out of your life 
Take away every ego. Take away every pride. Take away every challenge. May the Lord begin to use you in his hands uh, to promote you to the next level. To show you what he can do with your life. Because God is about to do something big in your life. God has not started with you yet. Uh, rest for the blessing. Because the blessing is more than money. The blessing is life. Uh, the blessing is eternity. The blessing is more money after money after money after money after money. Ah, receive it. He broke him. Listen, can I tell you this? When Jesus took the five loaves of bread and the two fishes, when he blessed it, he broke it. There is no blessing without breaking. When Jesus took the five loaves of bread and the two fishes to distribute to feed humanity, he blessed it first and then he broke it before it was distributed. Say, God, use me. Use me to bless my generation. Bless me to bless my generation. You don't know what you are looking for. Am I talking to somebody here? Before God blesses you, he will break you. Are you ready to be broken? Ah, you are important. But people look at you and think you are nothing. And they will look at you with everything and said, who are you? And he said, ah, so don't you know who I am? Because God will make you become a pale shadow of yourself before he will make men to accept you. He said, before Jesus ascended, he first descended. So he said, Jacob, for you to have that double portion of the blessing, the establishment of the transference of the patriarch anointing upon your life, for you to live the abundant life, to leave it as a legacy for your future, I need to break you. No, 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 no. That was not God's blessings. That was his hard work, his sweat. It was still waiting for the breaking. So there are a lot of people who are working and the blessing is hanging on their head. But it has not settled. They are not broken. So it is not settled. It's not certain. Listen, until Jesus humbled himself and went to the cross, God did not give him a name. Check Philippians chapter 2. He didn't give him a name. He didn't give him a name. He didn't lift him up. Though he knew in the garden of Gethsemane, he just said, okay, I am tired. Take me away. That would have been the end. I'm ready for the next level of God's blessings. He said he humbled himself even unto the cross. That is why if you read Hebrews chapter 12. Let me show you something. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. Every little thing you are running away. Every little thing you are complaining. Yet you want God to make you and to bless you. To give you greater impact. He said, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. We need endurance because the thing is a race. It's a looking unto who, who should be our target for that race. Looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finisher of our faith. The one who has gone and he has finished. is waiting for us to get there. And he said, who for the joy that was set before him. He didn't say the joy, who for the joy, who has the joy. But the joy was set before him. And because the joy was set before him and it was not automatic, there was something that was required of him. And he said that which was required of him was for him to have endured.
endure the cross. So if he was not able to endure the cross, he wouldn't have received the joy that was set before him. So Jacob is to be the father of nations. He is to be the patriarch of the 12 tribes. But there is that joy that is already there. But he needs to pay the price for that joy. She want to be called a businessman. She want to be a doctor. She want to graduate. She want to be married. She want to do things. Ladies and gentlemen, it will not come automatic until you pay a price for it. Anything you don't pay a price for, she cannot handle. It's your sweat. Exactly. When you are broken, the blessing follows you. And he said, and this son shall follow them. Blessing is supposed to follow us. We don't need to go and work for blessings. When you encounter the Lord, all creation needs to serve you. That is why immediately Jacob was broken. Though to men he was limping. But when he met Esau, Esau couldn't fight him again. Because any man that is broken by the Lord, his enemies cannot fight him. That is why scripture says that if the Lord is at peace with you, even your enemies shall be at peace with you. Daniel was put into the lion's den. The lions have no choice because this is a broken man who is a vessel for the Lord. So the lions cannot show him that to become a pillow for Daniel to sleep on. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the fire. They did not care about the threat of the book of Nazar. They said, even if our God does not deliver us, we shall not bow to you. Because they know they are already broken men. They are dead in the Lord. So there is nothing that can take them away. When they entered into the fire, they knew what is going to happen. When they got in and the fourth man appeared. Because let me tell you something. Every broken man, the presence can always be with you. That is why you can get Peter and John at the hour of prayer. Meet a crippled man by the gate. And say, Silver. they were going to pray. That's not the time they were standing to do. Devil, I command you, I do. No, 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 no. They said, silver and gold, we have none. Such as we have, rise up and walk. The challenge of the demonstration of God's power in the kingdom is because we are not being waited to be broken. He said, looking unto Jesus, the altar and the finish of a roof for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. What did he do? Despising the shame and assadah at the right hand of the throne of God. He said, for consider him who endures such hostility from sinners against himself. Lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. A lot of us get weary. We get discouraged. Every little thing, we are too alive to it. Did you hear what they said about me? Do you hear what they are talking about? Do you hear who, who said what? Who said, me, I will not come to that church. Because they said this. Me, I will not even sing in the choir again. Because of what the director did. Me, I will not play the instrument again. Me, I will not even do the projection. We have me and me, 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 me. But where is the Lord? The very day Jacob was broken. When he came out. And he was meeting Esau. Though he bowed to Esau and called him his Lord. Esau couldn't touch him. Because there is something about the guy now. That is no more Jacob he was dealing with. He was dealing with destiny. Esau was dealing with destiny. The guy is bigger than himself. It's for the whole world. The Lord sent me to let somebody know. He's not calling you to your family. He's calling you to the world. He's not calling you to your territory. He's calling you to your world. You are bigger than anything. Because destinies are waiting for you. People are waiting for you. Can you endure? Can you pay the price? If the Lord cannot break you, he cannot use you. He can't use you. <laughs> You'll be too alive. When you are too alive on the, on the operational table, you create complication for the doctors. Yeah. Uh, am I talking to somebody? 
That is why they need to sometimes sedate you or, 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 or give you epidural or whatever it is. That's to numb you so that you can go through. Anything you need is not outside of you. It's inside of you. But for God to get it, he has to perform a surgery. Anything you are looking for is not outside of you. It's inside of you. But for you to get it, he needs to perform a surgery. To open you up. You, are, you need to sleep. And when you sleep, you are immobilized. If you cannot allow God to be in charge, he cannot bring it out. Do you get it now? Adam was looking for Eve. Uh, unless, unless, unless you, you summon me that I shouldn't go. Listen. Adam has a need, but it was in him. As long as he has not learned to sleep, God could not do anything. He was walking about, but the thing was in him. The day he allowed God and God put him to sleep, his Eve came out. Now, have you wondered why when he got up? Tell me in scripture where he went and said, God, now, uh-huh, who is this woman? Now, let me ask you a question. You are sleeping in your room alone. You woke up at the midnight hour and you find somebody sleeping by you. Will you stay in that room or you run away? Oh, come on, can I talk to somebody here? That day you remember all the tones you have never said before. But here, Adam woke up saw Eve sleeping by him. Beautiful Eve. And then look at Eve and every because don't forget that the, the makeup and the structure of Eve is not the same as Eve, Adam. So naturally you should have been confused. Because Adam knows only of himself and what he carries. But what Eve carries is totally different from what Adam is carrying. So he could have said, but what is this? But immediately he said, this is not the bone. Yes. He said, now this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh and she shall be called a woman why who told him because you see anytime God finish working with you and bring out what you have you will know you will know you will know after you have been with the Lord in the closet of prayer, after you have been in with the Lord in the closet of encounters, after you have been in the Lord in the closet of fasting, after you have been in the Lord in the closet of studying His Word, when you come out of that place, you know that contract, you get it. You will know that job, you get it. You will know that woman is my wife. You will know that this is the man I need to marry. You will know you don't need to be able to be asking, is this the woman? Is this the man? Is this this? You don't need prophecies to tell you you shall know because Bible said that the spirit of the Lord bears witness with our spirit that we are coming to church is not enough but you see you can have establishment in the church if you have a discernment of the church can I say it again you can have establishment in the church if you have discernment discernment of the church the reason why we don't have commitment in God's house, in churches and people are jumping like butterflies from one end to another and they are asking who their pastor is and questioning is as a result of lack of discernment Jesus said, who do men say that I, the son of man I am some say you are Elijah, some say we are one of the prophets, the issue is that is Jesus Elijah was he one of the prophets for the fact that I walk like this does not mean I am Kirk Franklin I can walk like somebody and talk like somebody, but I'm not. Because we know ourselves by our spirit. 
So Jesus said, you are with me. You are equating me to others because of what I do. But who do you say that I am? Peter said, you are Christ, the son of the living God. In other words, you are Christos. You are the anointed one who has come to break every yoke in the life of men. And he says, not only that, but you are the Messiah. You are the hope of the world and the light of the world. And the restorer of the broken bridges and the reconciler of life back to the Father. So that we can now look up to our Father and relate to him. He said, hey, you have said right. Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. In other words, it does not take knowledge to know God. It takes revelation to know God. It doesn't take knowledge to know God. It takes revelation to know God. So how long you have been in the church is not an evidence that you know Christ. It's not enough. What revelation do you have about the Lord? The same place Hagar and Ishmael were lying and Hagar was crying that my baby was about to die because there is no water. There was the same place of his salvation. If you don't have revelation, you will cry at the place of your redemption. They don't have revelation. The scripture I read in Hebrews, Jesus would have fainted and given up on the cross if he did not see the salvation he's going to receive. Every argument and confusion is settled. When you have a revelation of something. On the way, when Jesus died and resurrected. On the way of Emmaus. He was working with disciples. These are disciples who sat under him. He taught them. Expanded scriptures with them. They saw him breaking bread. They saw communion. They saw everything. They saw him, in fact, dying on the cross. Buried, resurrected. They heard everything. They were chatting with him. Talking. Immediately he resurrected. He was with them. Yes. Talking. They were chatting. And whilst they were going, their heart was burning. And, and with all that, they still could not know who he is. Finally, when it was night, he said, let me go. He said, oh, sit and eat with us. Because that is the customs of the Jews. Tradition. Let's fulfill it. He took the bread. He blessed it. He broke it. Gave them wine. Blessed. The same thing. Just for them to know who he is, they still cannot see. After he had disappeared from your side, they said, ah! How come we did not know that is the one? Can I suggest to you? It's because you don't have a revelation. Probably your blessing came to you and your blessing left. Am I talking to somebody here? May the Lord give you a revelation. When Jacob was wrestling with the angel, he didn't just see him as an angel. He would have just thought he's an ordinary person he was fighting with. But Jacob realized, now this is strange. I was left alone here in the night. Now a man just appeared and he's fighting with me. Who is he? That's why he asked, who are you? If you can't question life, you can't have answers to life. If you cannot question life, you can't have answers to life. Nothing is normal until you challenge it. Nothing is normal until you challenge it. Don't accept where you are. Challenge where you are for the next level. Don't be comfortable and say, this is how our family was. This is what happened to our fathers. This is how it's supposed to be. There is nothing like how this is how it's supposed to be. The Lord called you out so that you can bring others out. Jacob said, who are you? 
He said, that is not important. He said, if that is not important to you, then bless me. And he blessed him there. How aggressive are you for the kingdom? What is that which is consuming you? How ready are you for the next level? Are you sure you are looking for the abundant blessing? Can you wrestle for it? Can you pay a price for it? How broken are you? That when the anointing and the grace of... Can you imagine, man of God, sometimes I sit there and I wonder, Elisha and the sons of the prophet. Elisha, to your information, was not a, one of the sons of the prophet. In fact, the sons of the prophet are just like today, Bible school. pastors. He wasn't in the school. He was a trader. Doing his business, plowing. Then Elijah passes by, cast a mantle on him. And walked away. He ran to the man, he said... Let me go and say goodbye. I said, have I called you? In other words, if you are not sure of where you are going, you cannot follow anybody. Of where you are going, you cannot follow anybody. They don't know where you are going. Ah, but this is it. If you are in Abuja, let me use Abuja. If you are in Abuja and you are going to Ikeja, eh, and you don't know you are going to Ikeja. How can you go and take Ikeja car? You go and join a different bus. To Sokoto. That's the way. No, no. So if you say you are following, you should know where your destination is. And if you know where your destination is, then it means that you know the vehicle that can take you there. So when you are paying your fare, you know you are not paying to the wrong place. So if you are in this church and you know where you want to get to, that is why you are in the church. So you will submit to the instructions of the shepherd because you know he's the one that is carrying you there. It's simple. How can you sit in a car? That you know is taking you to a destination and telling the driver you are going to drive. Does it make sense? Give me a wave. Yes. <laughs> yes. I appreciate you. I'm running out. It is important for you to know who you are and where you are going. And that settles every argument of where you even go and what you do and who becomes your friend. Jacob realized that, look, around that time, these people, they would disturb me. I don't need them. They need to be pushed somewhere because I need concentration to be able to deal with my maker. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Egon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at 
www.icgcesaigon.com or email to yawatempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.